hear that all the time. What's your biggest fear? And they say fear of failure. I'm like, man, I'm scared to not fail because that means I'm not growing. Wherever you feel fear, that's where you You've got to become the person that will attract over 200 different cognitive biases. The real work in any business is thinking. Well, hello and welcome to the NMPD podcast. We are so excited to have another amazing interview today. My name is Cody DeGraff and I'm here with my co-host Gabriel Klingman. What is up, fam? Welcome to the show. Today is going to be a great one. We have Natasha on deck. It's going to be a blast. Go ahead and throw a like and a subscribe. Throw a comment in here. Show her some love. Back to you, Code. Awesome, Gabe. Thanks. And like we said, we are so excited because we do have Natasha Robertson on the show with us today. Now, for those of you who don't know her, um, she is what we would call the mom to millionaire. Uh, she's a very successful entrepreneur, amazing mother and wife, um, who has also done incredibly well in the network marketing industry, helping change thousands of lives. And uh, we uh, also are super excited because she is a co-author of an amazing book called Momentum Makers, in which we highly recommend that you guys pick that book up. We will leave the link in the description below. But uh, can we just uh, just give her a, a big like and thank you so much for coming on. How you doing? Good. Thank you so much for having me. This is going to be a blast. I can already tell I'm excited to hop in. Awesome. Beautiful. Well, we like to start off with what we call the five random, which is where we basically ask you a bunch of random, well, a bunch, five specifically <laughs> random questions. And uh, I know that the interview, this interview is released after Christmas, unfortunately, but we're going to ask you Christmas questions because we yep. think that would be kind of fun anyway. So here we go. Sounds good. And these are, mind you, these are really weird questions. Okay. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so... Uh, let's see. So if you, all right, <laughs> I, I can't even take these questions seriously sometimes. I love it. All right. all right. If you were to see Santa Claus coming down the chimney, okay, would you prepare to knock him out or would you quickly go and secure all the cookies and milk to make sure that they're set ready? Or would you just go back to sleep? I wouldn't do any of those three. <laughs> Breaking the <laughs> I rules. I would probably I like, like sneak down super low and just hide and be as quiet as I could to see what he did. Oh, that's that's interesting. Yeah. I like that answer. I, <laughs> is there anything you're hoping that he would do? Or are you trying to see like how he'd come up and down the chimney? Just see what it's like. Like this you have all these stories. I want to actually see it in person. Such an interesting hypothetical. All that's right. That's a great, that's a great point. Okay. <laughs> question number two. What is your favorite Christmas song? Oh, anything. Um, really all of them. We have Christmas music going on all the time. And uh, it's so fun because my boys also enjoy it. So Alexa, play Christmas music. Alexa, play holiday pop. You know, all the things are going on. So I can't really say there's any one specific. We just enjoy the spirit, the fun, the, the, the energy experience. that comes from them. Yeah. Right. I love right. that. I love I'm that. actually at a 2.5 follow up here. Um, have you ever celebrated Christmas in July? We have not. Oh, well, I thought you back. would be the one person who would. <laughs> we take that back. Okay. At, the, at our lake house, we do mm -hmm. have like a Christmas in July boat parade. So okay, perfect. Yes. That'll count. That we'll we'll count that. <laughs> okay. okay, up to you, Kevin. All right, all right. Question number three. Okay, <laughs> if you had the chance to go hunt for a Christmas tree with these two specific individuals, which would it be? Would it be Cindy Lou Who from The Grinch That Stole Christmas, or would it be Charlie Brown? Ooh, Charlie Brown. Yeah. You're going for the small tree, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay. So be, uh, before we hit record, you had mentioned that you have a bunch of presents right up at the front, like right, yeah, right down there. So my question is, since we're actually not showing this to anyone until after Christmas, can you tell us something that you got someone? 
So this side uh-huh. is all we um, as a team adopt families for Christmas. So my team That's sends awesome. I a love ton this. of gifts and um, they end up in my office. And so I have two ginormous boxes here all wrapped for um, families in the Lansing, Michigan area which is super fun. We get to go deliver those to the kids. So they wanted simple things like notebooks, crayons, Play-Doh, bed sheets, uh, comforters, and all just like the the things that they need is what they had on their wish list. These kids are anywhere from five to 14, um, Mm -hmm. male and female. And so that's a lot of fun. And then over here, I have no idea. You know, you get a ton of Amazon packages and you know they're Christmas gifts. But you just so. You're just going to leave them packaged up because you have kids that will search in that <laughs> if you open them. So yeah. you're still completely um, in the boxes and That's I'm not hilarious. sure what's over here. <laughs> That's, That's brilliant. Fantastic. That's so brilliant. Oh, I love that. I love that mission, by the way. That's super Yeah, cool. absolutely right. amazing. So final question. And this is, this if you had a choice, the interview, <laughs> this will be the end of the interview. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. All right. So if you had a choice, would you do Christmas in the winter with the snow or would you do Christmas on a sandy beach with 80 degree weather? snow and then i would get on the plane the next day and head to the beach yes (laughs) i always tell people brilliant yeah genius exactly do it all all. everything Uh, i love that so i genuinely feel like i've gotten to know you really well just in these five (laughs) completely random questions but let's take this another step forward this is so much fun um what can you share a little bit about your story about how you became what did we call it what did cody say the uh million the mom to millionaire right what is part of your story how you did you become the person that you are today it all started as a favor to a friend um that's how i got into this industry and how i was introduced to it um, but before then, I was brick and mortar business owner, traditional mm-hmm. business where we focused on personal training, nutrition, massage. And um, I, you know, quickly learned I didn't really like to be uh, an employee where that was told what I had to wear, even though I was going to wear the same stuff. I just didn't like somebody telling me what I had to do. Yeah. And um, so um, in 2006, I opened up my first studio and then that grew to three. And then um, in 2011, 10, 2010 is when my friend said, Hey, I um, need a favor. I'm going to hit a rank and I need you to purchase this package. I'm like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Um, She's like, you like health and wellness. It's supplements. And I'm like, whatever, what do I need to buy? And this is a favor. And she's like, well, it's $400. I'm like, that's a a favor. Um, Wow. And you know, I'm a friend and I'm like, well, I'll try anything. I already spend money on supplements. I'll try your stuff for a couple months, whatever. And um, that's how I was introduced to the the business. I didn't even realize I was signing up as a business partner. I was just doing her a favor. <laughs> that's great. Wow. That's great. And um, what that in- intro did for me was it introduced me to a world of entrepreneurship mm-hmm. without overhead, without mm-hmm. restrictions, without um, you know time frames that oh I got to be here by this time and leave by this. Even though you're a right. business owner. You still have to open the doors and you still have to close the doors. You still have to do payroll. You still have to, you you have all these responsibilities. And um, what I realized in network marketing was they don't have those same responsibilities. Somebody else takes those on and we get to have the fun. We get to have Mm -hmm. the fun and the the sky's the limit. And so it really intrigued me. And the biggest thing going to events was where I realized this individual did that. I can do that too. No judgment. I wasn't judging them. It was me having belief in myself that, gosh, if they can do it, I can do this. And um, that's where my my journey started. And it just grew from there. 
Wow. Mm. That's amazing. That's so, that's so awesome. And obviously you're a phenomenal writer too, because I loved your chapter in the Thanks. Momentum Makers book. Um, I didn't check to see, do you actually have any of your own personal books that you've written as well? No, but uh, they sure are trying to get me to write it. <laughs> I was going to say yeah, better, no, better answer isn't no, but not yet. Uh, there's yeah. definitely one in there. Oh, yeah, there, there definitely is. is one. I see 2021 headline the, um, So I have the the layout of the chapters, like the cha- chapter titles. Yep. I just have to put the words to them. This there is perfect. We, is. So this is like our, in our side thing is we convince people to write uh, books through this. So we've already convinced three of our guests so far. You're going to be yep. the fourth. Yeah. 2021. It's already titled it's a, Millionaire. So perfect. exactly. I seriously love that yep. so much. That's 2021. <laughs> this is going to happen. <laughs> So All right, that, I'm going to do it. You guys yep. are pushing me over the ledge. I'm doing Boom. it. Love it. <laughs> See? We're the ones who are responsible for this amazingness. All right. So but with that amazing chapter, though, you wrote, you wrote um, I love the title of it, you know, Your Why Matters. And can you kind of just share with us a little bit about the importance of why the why matters, and especially within this particular industry of network marketing? Yeah. So when I first um, got started in the where I am now, where I took it serious, it wasn't just trying to figure out the industry. I actually found something I, I could run hard with. Um, Jax was three months old and Jacoby was two. So they were little. Yeah. And in and that time, I was still a traditional business owner with three studios, 18 employees. Like It was crazy. Wow. I had no time on my hands to even think about starting another business. Like I didn't wake up and say, hey, I'm going to do another business. But when your gut tells you to, you just got to follow your gut. Right. Right, And so at that time I looked at the two boys and I'm like, man, how am I going to, how am I going to do this? They're so young. They need so much. And then my businesses are still thriving huge. Like we're, we're super successful doing all the clients that we have coming in. And I'm like, man, how, you know, but then I had to go, no, they're the reason I'm doing this because I've seen moms have freedom. I had, I seen moms raise their kids from the time they woke up to the time they go to bed And right now we have, you know, the dream of being entrepreneurs, but I have no time freedom. And so at that moment, I had to go, my why will never be my excuse and dive straight in. And um, they, they were the reason that I woke up earlier. They're the reason that I didn't go to sleep at night and took five more calls. They're the reason that, you know, I threw them on planes and traveled all over the country to build this business. You know, like I did the unthinkable because of them. And so when you know why you're doing it, it might be your kids, it might be, you know, something, it might be the situation you're in. But when you really understand that, you will go to all limits to make it happen. Yeah, seriously. And with that being said, which is phenomenal and true, like, do you think some people join this industry not really having known what their why is quite yet? And if so, how do you help them find that why? You know, it's it's difficult because there's a lot of books out there, right? Um, I, I direct people to books because I, you know, I read so much and I learn so much and I get golden nuggets from the books, the podcasts and all that. And then yeah. there's going to be that moment that somebody says something or you're reading from somebody's words that just clicks. It's like, that's what I need. That's why I'm doing this. And I think, you know, like we talked about momentum makers, like in the first book, if you just read through this, there might be somebody that shared their why that it now hit you. Like, that's why I'm doing this. Right, right. A lot of times it's, it's, it's got to come from within. And um, like, I still work with one of my personally enrolled. She's been with me six years and um, she still doesn't have that true why. There's no coaching that I can do to find that why for her. It has to come within her. She's got to 
She's got to know exactly what that is. And until she does, you know, she's just going to work the business. There's not going to be any like direct drive, but there's still passion there. But I know as soon as somebody attaches that why, like nothing stops them. I've watched people like bulldoze down barriers (laughs) and walls as soon as they know their why. And I'm like, that was the missing piece. That little thing. Mm. It's such a little thing, but it's so important. It can change everything. It's crazy. Um, I just heard from Fraser Brooks and he said, you know, you got to know your why. And And he said, why or what hurts you. So your why is what hurts you. And that was the first time I've ever heard it that way. And so I'm still reflecting on it because I just heard it a couple of days ago. So um, excuse me, I'm just kind of brain, you know, dumping this, but when I thought about it, I was like, okay, what hurts you? So if you don't achieve this, if you don't go after it, what's, what's the, the other result, what's hurting you. Like you're not able to be with your family. You're not able to travel. You're not like, it might not be like mine where it was my kids and being home full time. People are like, gosh, I don't have a why like you, but you're not me. So you need to have your own why. And I can't decide that why for you. But when he said that, I'm like, what hurts you? I'm like, that's good. That is so really good. good. And it made me actually think too, like when you said that, I'm like, that makes so much sense as to why some people might not even want to pursue their business because yeah. of the very reason why they want to pursue their business, you yeah. know, because it hurts them to not be with their family when they're working their business, you know, like that's so good. Thank you for sharing that. That's huge. Yeah. I mean, I'm so, it literally is on my desk right now because I'm still reflecting on it. You know, that's something as you know, a thought, a forward thought thinker is we, we hear something, we read something and then we sit on it and we think mm-hmm. about it and we're like digesting it. And I'm like, what does this really mean? Yeah. Um, so it's still <laughs> fresh in my mind. Yeah. I love that. Um, and a lot of people tend to join and they think they get their like motivation from goals or their motivation from, Oh, I have this dream. Um, but a lot of that, if you want like lasting motivation, it's got to come from your why. So my question for you is, what do you see? How do you define the difference? Um, just to get like really granular, really clear for people who may not understand the difference between a goal, a dream, and a why. So a goal to me is today is Monday. I'm going to reach out to 30 people. I'm going to follow up with 25 I'm going to do two team calls. I'm going to do this podcast. Yeah. Those are my goals for the day. Like those are my tasks, my goals to accomplish today to reach my dream, which it, for me, a dream is going to be what's on my vision board, what my 2020 looks like, what have I not achieved yet? That's why I'm showing up every day to reach the goals, to then reach the dream that's on the vision board. And then, you know, um, did you say the why? You gave me three things. That's a lot. <laughs> I was hitting it right off. Exactly. (laughs) I'm like, you gave me a lot to remember. No. Um, And then the why is the big, like the whole reason you're doing it. And so I like to tie those all together. We're actually doing a lot when it comes to the end of the year, beginning of the year, you know, you're thinking about what's 2021 going to bring. What are you going to manifest? What are you going to put on your vision board? And um, one thing I want to stretch my mind so much that I have, I've never done this before, before ever is every day I'm writing down 30 goals. Wow. From today's day five till the end of the year. So by the time I'm done, I'm going to have over 400 goals written down and not one of them can be uh, repeated. Interesting. What this is doing for me is really taking what my goal is because goals are small. They're just little things. 
and then categorizing them into my vision, which is my mm-hmm. dreams, Yeah. which then I do it for who I do it for me, my family, my kids. And then, you know, charity, as you look at those big categories, you're like, okay, my why is to give back. My why is to provide for my family. My why is to have time freedom. So your why is then all, all of your goals put together, but in the categories, I have never done this before and I'm seeing so much from it. And so you asking that made me think what I'm doing is making my vision so much bigger, Mm. but my why hasn't changed. That's so awesome. That's so good. And, you know, obviously with these goals, with our reason why, with everything that we're doing, um, you know, with these resolutions that we're making, whatnot, you talk a lot about this too, as well, which is how we are made to do hard things and that we are able to do hard things. And, um, you know, with that being said, if you don't mind me asking more of a personal question, um, could you kind of share with us like an example of a hard thing that you had to experience in your own life? Yeah. So, so, um, you know, very early, I was 20, so I was still in college. And, um, you know, at that time, you know, living the dream, I was an athletic trainer, going to school for an athletic training position. So I'm working with the football team, I work with the basketball team, like, my grades are like, incredible, you know, just, it's fun. It's a fun time in your life. And um, I got back from a football game, we flew in, and there my mom was, and she's like, I gotta tell you something. My mom never comes to my college, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is not good. And at that time, my dad um, had a die. He he died of a diabetic coma. And so at 20 years old in school at the prime, I had to grow up like I had to grow up and I had to figure out life and I had to figure out a lot of things. And um, it didn't stop school. And so I literally got home and did all the things. And I said to myself, am I going to sit here? and mope around and grieve in this way, or am I going to do something with my life? And that was the hard decision to go. I'm not going to sit here and grieve like everybody else is. I'm going to choose the hard route and I'm going to do things with my life. I'm going to change my life because that's what he would want. And so that moment shifted how my mind has always been of, you know, things are going to happen. Life's going to hit you. It's going to knock you on your ass. And you have to decide, am I going to stand back up and figure out what the heck I want? Or am I going to allow life to just keep me on the ground? What, what choice? And so from that point, you know, a lot of people say to me, gosh, you have so much armor on you. Like you can just like, things will just hit you and you just like bounce right off. And I go (laughs) internally, I just ask myself, is this affecting me? Am I going to allow it to affect me or am I going to do something about it? Mm. And, um, you know, Mm. I think that's because I had to do hard things early on which then led me to being able to sift through that pretty fast and go, this doesn't affect me. It's your issue. This is my life. This is what I'm going to do. Um, especially when it comes to this business, right? we got tons of people um, hitting us hard with a lot of things. Life happens. Yeah. Like we do life with our people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's so hard because how I go through things and how I sift through it in my mind and I decide I'm going to stand back up and I'm going to fight for this. I'm going to fight for what I want. I'm going to let life knock me down. And other people, they can't get up that fast. So how do you help them? And that's when that's been the most recent hard thing, things that I've been went through is how do I help them? Because they're go, they're a different individual. They're not they're not wired like me. And so I can't go and go just get up, just get up. Like that's how I do it. I just stand back up. They need to go through it in their own way. So I have to provide resources and yeah. tools for them and people and mentors that they can talk to because they do need all of those things 
for me, it was a mindset. It was just a shift immediately. And I did it for others. They got to, they got to grow through it. And, um, so that's something hard I went through. And I think it's, it's been great for me. I, I hate to say that, but it's allowed me to get through so many hard things because going through that, nothing is as hard as that. Yeah. That's so yeah. good. It's so yeah. true. And there's like, it's fun. It's crazy to think too, because people that are having such a hard life yeah. are ironically having a hard life because they took the easy route yeah. and not the hard route. Like we're supposed to be taking, like you're yeah. saying, I really appreciate that. That's yeah. Really- I mean, it is. It's like, I can choose to just reach out to five people and get five no's or I can reach out to 30 Yes. and yeah. get 29. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I love I'm going to choose 29 no's so I can get that one yes and I can exactly. change their life. It's so good. Wow. People need to hear this, Gabe. This is, so- I am, this is, I'm like dumbfounded and that doesn't happen. Really? <laughs> Seriously. Oh my really? gosh, man. I am, lo- thank you so much. Um, and you, so in your earlier um, question, when I was, when I asked what your story was, you yeah. had mentioned that you developed this self belief. You, you realized you saw these conferences and you realized, oh, these people are doing it. I can do it. And then now hearing you going through this hard thing, you kind of, and I was going to ask this question, but I think you already answered it is how does one develop that self-belief? And it seems like for you, that was like just a mentality shift that you had to make that, oh, I can either reach out to five people and get five no's, or I can reach out to 30 and get 29 no's and then change one person's life. Uh, Am I accurate in saying that? Yeah. And I'll tell you another thing I live by. It's all over. Like I have it. I see it four times right now. Just looking up here is fail forward. Wow. People are so afraid. They're so afraid to fail. If I don't fail multiple times in a day, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. I need to, I need to like push so hard that I fail and fail and fail because mm-hmm. on the other side of that is where I see success. That's where mm-hmm. I land the person who's been looking for what I have. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I'm looking for. I'm like, I know I had to fail through 35 people today to get to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think people are just, you know, you hear that all the time. What's your biggest fear? And they say fear of failure. I'm like, man, I'm scared to not fail yeah. because that means I'm not growing. Wow. On, I was just reading um, a couple of weeks ago how the uh, creator of of the brand Spanx, when mm-hmm. uh, she was growing up, um, her dad used to ask her and her brother every single day, what did you fail at today? Not what were you successful? Not what did you succeed at? But what did you fail at? And if they didn't have an answer they would be in trouble because that means they weren't pushing themselves far enough. They weren't pushing themselves to the end. It's so true. Oh. It's so true. I am getting so jacked on this. I'm, I'm getting so stoked on this. Okay. Um, now to actually ask the question I meant to ask like 20 minutes ago, um, what are some of the skills and the characteristics that you believe lead to success in the network marketing industry? I believe grit, um, you know, not giving up. People are too fast to give up. They're not consistent and um, they don't have belief in themselves. And sometimes that's okay. Like, I'll tell you, when I first started this business, um, my friend, you know, that was a stranger when I signed up. I'm like, hey, you just posted about this. I'd like to know more. I didn't know who she was. She's from Texas. Um, and, um, but she believed in me more than I did. I didn't have that belief yet because she's like, you're going to hit this rank in like two weeks. I'm like, you're crazy. I'd be lucky if I ever hit that rank. Like, that's a lot of volume. That's crazy. <laughs> and we hit it in nine days. 
but oh, I had her word. in the back of my head going, you can do this. I know you can do this. And I'm like, there's no way. Like I would verbally say it. And she's in my back of my head telling me subconscious, my subconscious mind reminded me, she said, you can do it. So you can do this. Um, wow. So I believe belief is a big one as well. And if you don't have it in yourself, you got to steal it from someone else. Yeah. You got to allow other people to pour into you um, because this industry is for anybody. Really, it truly is. And I've seen people who have had zero business experience, zero ability to communicate with an individual mm. go from zero to the top of the company. And I'm like, wow, whoa, you know, this is great. And then I see somebody come in who's like, you know, their ego is super big and they're like, I'm going to crush it. And they do nothing. And I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. Um, so it's woe on both ends. Yeah. And I'm like, no, if you just show up, you put the work in. You dedicate the consistent time. You believe in yourself. If not, allow someone else to believe in you. Don't block those beliefs that people have in you and ask for help. Yeah. My mentors have been the biggest reason for my success. Biggest wow. reason. That's awesome. And obviously, you know, I mean, as you're advancing in this business, um, you are building a team and you're getting to a point where you're like now having to kind of figure out who do I spend the time with uh, that is the right people to spend the time with. And uh, can you kind of just give us like some, a little bit of insight on team building as far as who do you know who to spend your right time with yeah. in this, in this industry? In, in this industry, everybody will want your time, but not everybody deserves your time. Yeah. And I truly believe that when that was said to me years ago and I'm like, really? But everybody deserves my time. And then I found out, no, 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 no. The, um, that's not true. But here's how I do it um, to, to build leaders, because sometimes somebody's just not believing they can be a leader yet. So they haven't shown up. And so some people will say the people who are in my inbox, the people who are showing up to Zooms or they're showing up to events. And I believe that a whole wholeheartedly. I believe that. But I also believe in showing up for the, the whole everybody. Yeah. And because at some point somebody's going to say, I now know my why I believe in myself. And here I go. Mm-hmm. And you didn't give up on that person. And so the way I, I do things is every week we have a, a team schedule. Everybody's invited. Everybody's invited. Whoever shows up, shows up. I don't, I don't point fingers. I don't blame. I don't shame. I don't do any of that because I'm there to grow my business. And those that show up are going to grow it too. And when they're ready, they'll show up and um, we'll crush it together. Come on. That's I awesome. love and, that. You know, I think there's a huge piece here that I love that you said is that you don't shame people. Mm-hmm. That you don't make them feel guilty for not choosing no. to be a part of whatever it and is. And a that lot you're of helping. them feel the shame on their own. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're not showing up because they do feel shameful. They're like, gosh, I gave up on my business. I, I let her down. I let him down. Mm-hmm. And that's so, I mean, that might be true for some leaders out there. That's how they run their teams. I hope they don't. Um, but that's, that's your own self talking to yourself. That's like your own lies that you're telling yeah. yourself because it's, yeah. it's truly not. Um, I, I literally had a person enrolled, you know, we were crushing it and then, you know, life happened and, and we just like, like went this way. We didn't talk for a good year, but I never gave up on her. She went through things. I, I grew personally as a leader and guess what? We're back crushing it. So there's no <laughs> shame in any game. It's just, sometimes you just got to figure things out and you got to grow yourself as a leader. And, and a lot of times what I'll say is I'm looking inside. I'm going, what did I do wrong and how could I do better? Because if there's an issue I, for me, that's a failure on my end. I'm like, okay, I just failed at that. What's the gap? What might I do different? Let's learn from this and grow. And sometimes that growing takes longer than you'd like it to be. 
Yeah. Oh, that's really good. Come on. Um, on that note, on this personal development note on this, um, yeah, just really this personal development note back in, I think it was November. You posted something on Facebook. Yes. We stalk our guests before they come (laughs) on. Um, you posted something on Facebook about mindset and I just wanted to get a little clarity on that if you could. So you said to switch your mindset from, I hope I can to, I'm going to make it happen. Can you explain to us why switching that mindset is so important? When you hope for something, you're just waiting for it to arrive. Or at least I am. I'm like, oh gosh, I hope I get this job. Well, I'm just, I'm sitting there waiting for the phone call. Like, you know, like I'm waiting on somebody else. But if I'm going to make it happen, I'm going to do all the extras to make sure I land that job. Or I'm going to do all the extras to make sure I do all I can to make sure that happens. And, um, you know, for instance, you know, I wanted to become a professional speaker. Well, nobody's just going to ring on my door and say, hey, I'd love for you to uh, be a speaker at our event. That's hope. That's just like, I'm here. Come find me with every other million uh, people out there that speak. Okay. Uh, But I said, this is what I want. I put it on my vision board and I I made the connections. I did podcasts. I reached out. I, I did masterminds where I got connected with people who had like their own events. And I'm like, I got to know the people I did the work to make it happen. Yeah. So that's how. That's so amazing. That's so cool. Um, so, all right. So still on the mindset, can you, uh, more of a personal question. Could you kind of answer, um, how do you get into the proper mindset, um, personally on a daily basis? (laughs) <laughs> every day is a little different when you have kids that are home virtually i can home. only imagine yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i do know i do know actually i have a three-year-old so <laughs> yeah so it is quite interesting right so some mornings i can do my morning routine i have my morning i'm good to go i'm in the mindset so i wake up and i jump on a zoom right away with anywhere from 10 to 100 people depending on who shows up for a 6 30 a.m team huddle wow I do a Q&A and I'm still sleepy, you guys. Like people say, like, I got to wake up and I got to get ready for my day. My team sees me literally five minutes after I wake up and I'm just there. And I'm, you know, starting my day with them, asking, answering all their questions. And then we do um, a training, which is kind of leading them to the assignment of the day. That right there jumpstarts my day to get in the mindset of crushing it. And so- I'm going to do my reach outs. Like I'm in the zone. I'm going to do that. But also doing my gratitude. Gratitude continues to ground me in all the, all the things. And so if my mindset's starting to wander, I'm starting to get some doubt or getting a little irritated, letting emotions um, come in. I'll literally grab my gratitude journal and I'll write five more down. And then I'll read for the last few days of just like, okay, no, this, this little thing doesn't matter because these are the things that matter. Come on. Come on. So you're killing, that's amazing. Killing your negativity with gratitude. I love yeah. that. Yeah. This so is fantastic. You can, I mean, it's proven. You can't be oh, yeah. mad if you're grateful. Oh, yes, amazing. It's, yeah. it's impossible. Yeah. It is absolutely incredible. When you really look into the science behind it, you can really design your own brain to work for you. It's amazing. Yeah. I have a new gratitude journal I'm using in 2021. And then I just got this, but it's a five-year journal. It's grounded in gratitude. I got this as a gift. um, And I was like, what the heck is this? So it just for January 27th, 
each year for five years, you'll write all five years on one page. Wow. I'm like, I love this. Oh my gosh. I I know it's not a lot. Like you only have like five lines per year, Mm -hmm. but to be able to go back and go, gosh, three years ago, this is what I was grateful for on this exact same day. I'm like, I am committed. hundred percent. hundred percent. So everybody that's listening, make sure you guys get yourself a gratitude. Yeah. Uh, Grounded in gratitude journal. I'm literally going to pick one up tonight. Um, I've had the five-year journals before, but never the one I have a whole separate gratitude journal that I keep. So like putting them together blows my mind. It's brilliant. When I got that from, I don't, we did the secret sister. So I got Mm -hmm. gifts from people. I have no, they didn't put their name on it. So I have no idea who sent it to me. (laughs) All I know is she came from Maine. So wherever. That's where we are. That's where we're at. (laughs) And um, when I opened it, I was like, this is incredible. Like, this Mm -hmm. is so cool. That is amazing. Um, Okay, so (laughs) to go uh, right back into this personal, um, asking these personal questions. When being, yeah, when was the last time you were uncomfortable? Um, Today. Okay, how so? What did this look like? Like as you're growing your business, you're always growing out of your comfort zone. So like, what does this look like for you? (laughs) There's always a few people on my list that that I'm supposed to be reaching out to. And I'm like, oh, this is so uncomfortable. What are they going to, you know, I don't know matter how much success you have. I don't care how many people you talk to in a day. You still have the thoughts of, oh my gosh, what is this person going to say to me? What are they going to think about me? Okay, five, four, three, two, one, just send the freaking message. Yeah. And you like, sometimes I'll be like looking at it and I'll wait for like the dancing bubbles, you know, that means they're going to message me back. <laughs> yep. But anytime I'm like uncomfortable and I send a message, I literally like send it and then I go do something else and I do not take my phone with me and I just come back to it 30, 45 minutes later um, because I'm not married to what they say. I'm married to the action I took that made me uncomfortable. Yeah, that's so good. And it's so it, being uncomfortable to you is an important thing for people. Yeah. 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 Oh, if you're not being uncomfortable, you are definitely stre- not stretching. I, I did this training yeah. on low hanging fruit in high, rich hanging fruit. The ones at the top, you don't want to climb the tree for. Like you're not willing to do the work to get to it, which means being uncomfortable and taking risks and and maybe people will think you're crazy. That's okay. Everybody does. I mean, everybody thinks you're a little bit crazy if you're in network marketing. It's totally cool. We'll be crazy <laughs> yeah. together. Um, but you know, the low-hanging fruit fruit are the messages that just you send and you don't even think about. You just send it. Yeah. That didn't, you know, if that person joins you, great. But there's something attached to that uncomfortable feeling that, man, if this person joins me, I know the network they have. I know the dedication and consistency they have for what they're already doing. If they put that same effort because they fall in love with this, this could be major for them and me. Like that's when you're uncomfortable. That's so good. So we got to get uncomfortable. That's what we got to do. That's great. It's It's not easy, but it is so worth it. Oh, come on. So unfortunately, we only have a couple of more questions left. And I wish that we had more because you are such a fun, bubbly, Same. wise woman. So we really appreciate your time here. This so, has been so much fun. <laughs> so, all right. So these last couple of questions, well, this this last question that I have is, um, it's a little different. It's kind of different from all the other ones. And I don't feel, don't feel like you need to take this question and relate it specifically to network marketing, just Perfect. from the heart. Okay. Got it. So let's just say that you were in your last moments and you have your loved ones around you, people around you, what is the final piece of advice that you'll give those around you? Final piece would be, you know, go out there and impact people. Yeah. The things you have, the things you buy, the things you, you go do, the memories are there. 
um, but impact people in your lives. So that's your family, that's your friends, that's people, your strangers that you, that turn into family, but be part of their life and impacting it. And, you know, I believe at that moment, I'm going to go, you know, did I, do I have a lot of memories that I'm proud of? And did I impact millions of lives? Those are the two things I'm going to think about. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to share with those. Go make the memories and impact as many people as you can. I love that. I love that. Um, Final question uh, of the whole interview. This is a really sad moment, guys. Um, (laughs) Final question of the interview is what is next? We'll be releasing this in 2021. So what is next for you in 2021? You did the 30 day or 30 goals a day for um, a good chunk in December. I don't know if you did for all of December, but, but Not, what is- so it's, it's from five days. I've done five days so far. I still got to go till the 31st. So I'm okay, still cool. in that. If you're listening to this in January and you didn't do like your goals, start with that. Do 10 days of 30 goals a day. You might, you might just find exactly what you want to do. <laughs> Fantastic. So what is next for you in 2021? So in 2021, um, one big goal is to double our team, mm. double our wow. impact. Um, and that's, that's huge. That's like a ginormous number, yeah. but, um, it, it scares me and that's why it's the next step. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. When you play small and you're just like, Oh, we're, we're just going to go for it. We're going to just keep doing what we're going <laughs> to do. Uh, you find out you don't really grow much cause you don't have anything you're growing for and anything that you're reaching for. So, um, one of my big goals is doubling our, our team. And then another big goal is, and it was on my vision board. It's still on there is to write my book. So I'm going I was to gonna do bring it. it up. Don't not going to lie here. <laughs> going to do it um, because it is, it's about the story of the being a mom and the sacrifices, but more importantly, what I looked at it as was an investment. So I might've yeah. missed some dinners. I might've missed some things and those might be called sacrifices to some people, but I'd love to get, people to shift their mind and go, this is an investment for our future to never have these struggles again and the sacrifices we have to make. Come on. Come so on. I it's, love it. It's a story it. that needs to be shared. That's Absolutely. fantastic. It 100%. is. Yeah. And after you write that, we're going to have you back on here and you're going to promote the hell out of it. And we're going to each buy a copy. Uh, this is fantastic. Yes, Natasha, thank you so much for your time. I personally really appreciate it. I know Cody does. percent. Um, yeah. You have dropped some as you said, golden nuggets, true golden nuggets all over the place here. And it has been amazing. Thank you. And Thank to you. you. Yeah, to you listening, just a huge shout out. Hit that like button. Hit that comment. Subscribe. Show Natasha some love. Natasha, have a fantastic rest of your night. Thank you guys so much. It was an honor and so fun to get to know you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.